Growing up, I was a fan of military history, and so I would love to read anecdotes about the great battles and wars uh, of the world. And I remember a particular story about uh, the, the great British Admiral Horatio Lord Nelson, who finally defeated the, the great uh, superior navy of the Emperor Napoleon Bonaparte at the Battle of Trafalgar and became uh, an admirable uh, British hero uh, throughout time since then. And there's a story about the great Lord Nelson that once he was pacing the deck of his flagship on a dark and stormy night, uh, and th there was only one uh, other midshipman there on watch, and it was, it was a cold night, and the midshipman was all bundled up in his overcoat and scarves and whatever the uniform would allow him. But Horatio Lord Nelson was there pacing the deck in simply his uniform short jacket uh, and, and braving the cold. But like a good midshipman that he was, this, uh, this poor young fellow approached uh, the Lord Nelson and offered him his overcoat. To which Nelson responded, no, no, my boy, love of country keeps me warm. And he was the model of that generosity uh, that so characterizes those who, who serve their country and, and serve their country well. And we need not travel uh, outside of our own uh, canon of saints, if you will, to find similar examples of heroic generosity, even among uh, soldier saints, all the way uh, from the, the soldier saint Longinus, the Roman who pierced the side of the Lord, according to legend, as he hung on the cross, to the martyrs John and Paul that we hear about uh, in the Eucharistic prayer of Mass, to St. Louis IX, the King of France, to my personal favorite, St. Ignatius of Loyola, who uh, began his life as a soldier of fortune uh, and nearly uh, lost his life and uh, very nearly lost his leg to a cannonball in a battle around the city of Pamplona. After that point, he had quite a bit of time to pause and reflect as his leg was recovering, and his, his reflection led him to become the soldier of another king, uh, not an earthly one, but rather of Christ our Lord. Uh, and he founded the Society of Jesus, known as the Jesuits, uh, which has done immeasurable good uh, in the world, converting so many thousands of souls, especially uh, in the earliest days of the society, when Ignatius and his few uh, brothers in arms, as it were, uh, went around the world uh, from their native Spain uh, all the way to India, Japan, finally to China, uh, where so many were brought into the, God, into the, the, the flock of God uh, and into our heavenly fatherland. All of these men are excellent examples of, of generosity, and I single out Ignatius in particular because there's a prayer attributed to him which is called the, the prayer for generosity, which, which goes like so. Teach me, Lord, to be generous, to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to suffer and to not ask for rest, to labor and to seek for no reward, but only of do, knowing that I do your holy will. And this prayer uh, probably was, was not written by Ignatius himself. It's attributed to him. It was first used in the early 20th century, I think. And, and probably we can tell even more clearly that he didn't write the prayer because of the words used, although it's a wonderful prayer, the, this, the word generosity being used there. He would have used an even better word, probably. Uh, he would have used the word magnanimity, which means literally greatness of soul or greatness of heart. Uh, and that uh, was what considered to be the, the king and chief of all the virtues of the human and the spiritual life, uh, magnanimity, greatness of heart or greatness of soul. And I think we need to understand that virtue in particular if we want to comprehend what the Lord is talking about in the gospel today.
He is not simply encouraging us uh, to be uh, peaceful doormats and let others walk all over us in this gospel when he says, love your enemies. Uh, It's so important that we pay attention to the end of the gospel as well as the beginning, uh, when he says, uh, give and gifts will be given to you. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Uh, Give so much and so greatly uh, that you will receive the same great gift in return. The Lord isn't giving this teaching uh, to weaklings who let other people take advantage of them uh, and don't uh, expect anything in return. No, he's encouraging us to a new and different kind of strength, a strength of soul that doesn't seek a a tit-for-tat recompense, but rather takes its strength from something else, from something higher than any offense could reach, a strength that looks to the strength of the Lord. Uh, the strength of the God who is uh, alike kind to the just and the unjust, who gives uh, to those who are grateful and ungrateful alike. And it's modeling our hearts after the heart of God, which is so generous and so magnanimous, so great of soul and great of heart, that we will learn to live uh, according to the message of this gospel. The Lord chooses a particular image Uh, to teach magnanimity in the most clear way. And it's the image of the Father, that is, his own Father in particular, who is the source of all earthly fatherhood. And if we consider uh, the virtues of a good father, we'll understand exactly what the Lord is urging us to do. A father who pours out himself for his family, who leads them in the faith, who teaches them to pray, who will wake up in the middle of the night to attend to a crying child, whatever the need might be, who spends long hours working to support the family, that father who gives and gives and gives and expects so little or nothing in return, that is an image, but a tiny one, of the, of the God who is the father of us all, who has given so much and expects in return only the love, which is itself his gift to us. That's the image of the magnanimity the Lord is asking of us in a response, even a small one, to the greatness of his generosity, which he has poured out on each of us. We are now preparing for the Lenten season, of course, and that's a great time for us to uh, return to the virtues, to embrace once again uh, the virtues of the Christian life, but especially the virtue of magnanimity, to give something great to the Lord. Uh, something great to the God who has given so much to us. Of course, there's the, the three pillars of the Lenten season, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And, and this year, we might consider how we might make a magnanimous act of love for God, uh, accepting uh, all of those, those pillars. I am especially inviting the, the fathers of our parish to uh, a Father's Lenten Challenge. Uh, and this is a challenge because it will be meeting at 6.55 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Uh, there's also other challenging elements, but the goal of it is to make conform our hearts, the hearts of us fathers uh, of the parish, uh, to the heart of God the Father. Uh, and to do that, uh, we'll be uh, talking with one another and praying with one another and making a common Lenten sacrifice. So I encourage uh, all of you who are fathers or even uh, grandfathers who might be raising children or, or teaching them in the faith, uh, to, in, to consider uh, making this Lenten sacrifice uh, because the Lord is asking something great of us uh, and has given us so much 
and wants a great return on that gift, a return of love uh, in magnanimity, that king of the virtues. The Lord himself uh, it calls uh, in Isaiah, refers to himself as the father of the world to come. Uh, he's the father of us all through our baptism, Christ the Lord, that is. And, and like, like the Lord Nelson, his heart uh, has been compared to a, a furnace, a blazing fire of charity uh, that warms not only himself, but also all of us. And he drew strength from a supernatural source. Uh, when his disciples were hungry, he said, my food is to do the will of the one who sent me. And like him, during this Lent, we can learn to draw on a supernatural source for our strength, a strength that will give us the grace to be generous with that generosity of the saints, with the generosity of the God who has been so generous, so magnanimous in his gifts to us.